On this very spooky episode, we will be talking about the scariest going-ons in the NBA. Hint, it involves Golden State. And we also discussed the latest Netflix hit, which has people passing out. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Nerds and Basketball. Hello, listeners. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. Oh, that's it. That's the episode. <laughs> There's the episode. All right. Have I a good night. It. I did the intro. <laughs> good night. Thanks for listening, guys. That's a spooky part of it. You just you just wasted 30 seconds of your life. No, no. Don't no. do that to yourself. Goodness me. <laughs> no. Okay. That, that went better than I expected. So yeah, that's oh, the first yeah. time I did the intro. I don't have the theatrical, you know, that grandiose voice that CJ has, but uh, oh, I think I did a half decent job on that. No, don't worry, next you week. Did. Don't worry, next week CJ will be taking that. No, um, no, actually, okay. The fact we said next week, CJ, we do have some news concerning um, how often we're recording now. Damn don't we, you wanna... that segue though. <laughs> that segue transition. Okay, uh, so we're gonna try to be recording. Um, Every week now. Every week. As yes. Rahul is free. Er, free. Yeah, the free man now. I hope that more listeners would come in uh, because it is the, the NBA season is here. So there should be more opportunities for us to talk about basketball. So doing it weekly yeah. would be the next big step for this podcast. Yeah, and um, especially considering what happened these past two weeks, um, oh, yeah. we we forget how eventful the NBA can truly be because this is this is a it's like there is so much to talk about, so many fifty point games. Can I tell you something interesting before we really get into the meat of the show? Please uh, go ahead. The amount of the fifth, like I forget the number, but the amount of fifty point games in a row like this. The last time it was seen was when Kobe had that insane streak where he had four straight fifty point games. That's in the beginning it, it, of the season, right? Yeah, exactly. It it it's been um it's been very eventful these past two weeks. And uh CJ, um be my guest, take us right into it. Okay. Well I guess we gotta start with it's on our show notes, it says ten percent of the season. I don't think it's been ten percent of the season, so to speak. I, I I go in terms of games. So if you play eight games, I'm gonna say you're ten percent done, basically. Even though like we're not talking about length, I'm going by like a game basis. That's actually no, actually no. The math the math adds up. Yeah, you're right. No, it it is. It has been ten percent of the. That kind of is. Season. That's kind of weird. That feels kind of weird. It just feels like it just started. We we're all getting right? into the things, but uh, it. It's ten percent done, and I think it's kind of fair to make um, some early ideas, some early feelings. See where mm-hmm. predictions went before too. I have one prediction that I really kind of have to backtrack a bit, but uh, yeah. we'll get into that a bit too. Yeah, so I guess yeah, for um, sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'll start it off with uh, asking you. So, uh, CJ, which teams are disappointing us? Which teams are the biggest surprises? Just give me your general idea about this. Go anywhere. Um, I'd have to say, okay, biggest, biggest disappointment right now, the Rockets. Yeah. The Rockets. Yeah. Oh my, what are they now? Three, four, they are three, six, five. three, four, five. Yeah. Three, four, 
five, but they had a horrendous start. For a while, they were one for five, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know what? I, I'll say this too. It it was boosted by some nice games. They played mm. the Bulls and the Nets. But I know the Bulls are going to get to ship this year. That's fine. But right yeah. now, they're not looking that great. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I, I, yeah. The Bulls just have had a very rough week. See, the Bulls are going to pull off one of the greatest comebacks in NBA history. I they're going to go that. seventy. They're going to go seventy, uh, seventy-three, and uh, nine. They're going to match the Warriors. Oh Warriors. man, easy. Oh, easy, 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 easy. Is that even? No, it's not even possible. They can go seventy-two and ten. No, they can. They can. No, they can do seventy-three and nine. They've only lost eight games. They uh, they have two wins, so ten games are gone. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. There we go. Yeah. EJ's the math wizard. Yeah. See, that's why he's a math wizard. Okay. Yeah, they still can. They can, they, will. Okay. They, they need, will. They need to. They need to go um, on a what is that six? Oh, sorry, seventy-one win streak. Yeah. Or they can yeah. they can split it in half. Or they could lose <laughs> the next game and then go on a seventy-one win streak. It's Whichever one works out. Whichever. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, going back into the Rockets. Yeah, very disappointing. Um, yeah. Can I ask you on that? Why do you think it's just them adjusting, or do you think there's just something fundamentally wrong with this Rockets team? A bit of both. I think you have, especially how they started off the season with the Lakers. There is a lot. You you gotta remember, basketball is a mental game as it is a physical game, right? You have so much ego. I'm not even worried. So I'm not even worried about Harden having ego. I'm more worried about CP3 and Melo having ego. But even Melo yep. is like on the down low with the ego. You got CP3 who thinks he's leading the team when in reality he's not. Not a big yeah. fan of CP3. I like how his I like his play style. I like him as a player, but I yeah. do not like him as a person. Only because it's just I agree with everything that with Rondo and I agree with um uh Big Baby uh. Glenn Davis? Yeah, Glenn Davis. Glenn Davis, yeah. yeah. He's not a great... Cl- you can go and at every team that he's been at. He, at New Orleans, in the Clippers, and in now in the Rockets. Yeah. Pretty sure people would say about the same thing. But that doesn't take away from him being a good player and being a role player in, in the Rockets. Now, yeah. does, the contribution that he's been putting in the team... Okay, I'll give you that. But they've only played... They played a couple of big teams and they they played a couple of you know easy easy teams on on the round. But like I said, they're still trying to figure things out. I think they're in the cusp of figuring. They're they're at the point where they they realize okay we're doing something wrong here. Either we're gonna move some players, we're gonna um, change up our play style, or um, or both at the same time. Because D'Antoni's not the idiot here. D'Antoni's a basketball oh. genius. No. Let's get that straight. D'Antoni is yeah, a basketball genius. You you will not. This is not D'Antoni's fault. This is not head office. This is not general management. This is. These are the players. These are them. Just I don't know if they got tired because of last year when they they got um, taken down by the Warriors. But even that, like they got good pickups this year. They lost a couple of guys, and they're getting a pretty solid mellow this year. So they have no excuses yeah. other than actually just putting the pieces together. I'm not. I won't be surprised if they're be if they'll be, um, because they're thirteenth right now. I won't be surprised, but that at the end of the year they'll be maybe fifth or sixth, yeah. um, or even third or uh, fourth or fifth. Right. I won't. I won't okay. see. Them, I will not. I can't see them in the third 
uh, place or and th- I can't see them in the top three only because the Nuggets are just the coming nuggets, out of oh. nowhere and I'm the waiting I'm, good too. right and I'm waiting for the Jazz to come out because I think the Jazz is oh man we gotta talk oh man oh man okay no but the Jazz the Jazz are going somewhere that's all I'm gonna say Jazz yeah, are no. yeah and the Timberwolves are there too the Thunder is always gonna be there I think yeah. the Thunder is just a team waiting to just waiting to it's a, it's a butterfly it's a butterfly or not a butterfly <laughs> it's a caterpillar in, in its cocoon yeah. waiting to explode into a beautiful butterfly but yeah the Rockets the Rockets are you're getting poetic CJ today uh, the Rockets are <laughs> the Rockets are really disappointing this this uh, this uh, first 10% of the season yeah um, I guess I'll uh, we'll start with both our disappointings and go more, we already touched on one of the most like biggest standouts and easily like the Nuggets my like the Nuggets are doing very very excellent I was not expecting to see this out of the Nuggets but mm. um, we'll get into that a bit later my disappointing team I'm with you right there with the Rockets. A lot of the points you said, I'm there with you. I think I'm going to lean more on the point that this is more of just kind of like a rough start because considering James Harden is injured with that hamstring injury. So, you know, that's your offensive player right there. Right. But there, um, the one thing that made uh, the Rockets look very good last year was the fact that they also had, beyond James Harden, of course, they had defense. Trevor Ariza... Um, he was a good defensive piece, right? Melo doesn't really add too much to the defense. And looking at just, you know, roughly looking at his games, every team uh, that they played has scored over 100 points, um, except the Spurs, who scored 93. And mm-hmm. that's just a general idea. But the whole point is that defensively, they're not really they're not really putting those stops in. There, There's a major deficit in that location um, from what I'm just looking at here. And uh, I feel like... If their offense, because considering James Harden, their greatest offensive weapon has been injured, if their offense just falls off the wheel like that, I really don't think they have too much to work with. Like, Capello's good, but, like, you need that drive. James Harden's that drive. And if he's injured at all this season for an extended amount of time, it could be bad. But, like I said, I agree with you where they would finish right? um, stat-wise. But, um, like, sorry, standing-wise. But the big difference between last year and this year, last year I felt... This is a team that has a chance of dethroning the Warriors, perhaps doing something in the conference. This year, I don't see it. I don't see. I don't see that happening at all. Last year they were close. This year, I don't think they'll be close. So you don't no. think they don't even have? So you don't think that the any? Okay, a larger question. Do you think the West has any, or the Warriors have any challenges? Challengers in the West, right now. Nuggets is too early. They're a young team. Okay. I. I don't know how I feel about them. I, they're doing excellent. They'll make the playoffs this year. They could be high seed. That's excellent. That's true. To looking through this list, I feel the best bet with the Warriors have been honestly the surprisingly very good looking Spurs. Um, the Spurs have been excellent, buoyed by you know great play from Demar Derozan. He has been doing excellent, and um, and honestly, it's been looking like they've been doing great with that trade. Everyone thought like. Kawhi's going to come in to Toronto and he's been doing great Kawhi um, but here's the thing DeMar has contract time with him and if he keeps putting this number out who really cares like Kawhi shoots a three better but DeMar's been doing excellent uh, he's been passing without uh, uh, Deontay uh, Murray uh, mm-hmm. just, uh, he's, yeah, been, he's um, been point and he's point been doing gone. a great 
yeah. point guard. Yeah, he's been excellent with it. Yeah. He's been really good with it. So I would say San Antonio, but this year the Warriors are looking just very nice. Um, okay. We're seeing we're seeing like MVP Steph Curry return, like you know, back to that Steph Curry. Right. And if he can, if he if he stays this way, then it'd be very tough. Uh, okay. We'll get into the Warriors again later on in this episode, but I want to go. Uh, my disappointing team, Rockets, probably. Um, but this goes to because before the season started, I was very hype about the Pelicans, and the Pelicans are now sitting at four or five after a very like hot start. And I understand Anthony Davis is injured, but just looking at it, and they had a very rough schedule. The past, look who they played in the past games: mm-hmm, Spurs, mm-hmm. Trailblazers, Warriors, Nuggets. Um, and the Jazz, right? Yeah, yeah. And they lost all those games to them. And, you know, those are tough teams. But here's the thing. Those are just West teams, right? That's the West itself. Yeah, it's that's very true. Tough that's com- very true. It's very tough. It's a tough conference to get through. And the fact that, you know, Anthony Davis being injured still makes life very difficult for them. It shows how much they rely on this team, you know, having such a caliber player like that. So I'm very, I'm, I'm disappointed in that. I still think they'll make the playoffs but uh i feel like i should temper my expectations a bit until they maybe click better or they get into the next gear uh, and i'll quickly go the next disappointing team for me um it probably has to be uh the wizards i don't know what's wrong with the wizards two and seven fundamentally this team hasn't changed the only difference is dwight howard I don't know. Maybe it's Dwight. I don't know. But like it, this team has just been disappointing. They look disinterested. Uh, coach could possibly be fired soon. Um, John Wall doesn't look happy. Mm-hmm. It, it, this could be. This could be a very. This could be a critical turning point for the it's Wizards. A contract year for do. Wall. It is. It is. It is and like right? here's yeah. the thing: if if he's not happy with how the Wizards are doing, then why not go go to a different team a team that could use a point guard Knicks want a point guard they're not going to get Kyrie Irving I don't know like Knicks are in much better but still you gotta he he may want to change in scenery yeah you know what I don't know if they keep playing like this I wouldn't really uh be against that wouldn't be against that at all not at all no not at all I think I think the 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 Wizards have an interesting spot right now because I'd like to think that they're also going to be the same with the Rockets that they're going to they're going to come out of nowhere midway through the season or even starting in the next couple yeah. of weeks. Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't say that it's Dwight because no no Dwight it's is not Dwight. Dwight is a keeper man you you gotta you gotta give props to Dwight Dwight's been in so many teams I feel like yeah. he's not only underappreciated he's also underutilized. You think? Um, oh yeah, I think he's he's still one of the best centers in our in our in our league right now. I think top five, easy. You're looking at you're looking at it. Oh yeah, I I won't even because because I'm talking center. I'm not talking I'm not talking flex the most flexible center in the game because he can't shoot threes. He's no. okay in the free throws now. He's keyword okay. Right? Like he's not the greatest, right? You're looking at you're looking at who who would be the big the, the really good centers this year. Um, JaVale McGee, if he even is, is he even, yeah, he's playing center. Um, center, but like, I, I'm sorry, I, I hate to be this dude, but I'm going to no. just drop some names right now. Uh, Drummond, um, DeAndre no. Jordan's no. actually been, no. the, oh, really? Drummond's no. been doing excellent. No, I disagree. Really? I disagree. Well, what about, what about Andre Drummond? Are you, I think he's having such an impressive year in terms of rebounding, uh, He's improved his free throws so much. 
Um, he just looks like I thought he was like a player dead in the water a few years ago, but he's really revitalized his game. I think he's a top center right now. What's wrong with him? No, he's not a. His numbers aren't showing it. That's the thing. His number. I'm. I'm a. You know this. I'm a numbers guy, right? Yeah. He, his numbers aren't showing. Um. Any any signs of him being? Uh, he's. I will not take it away that he's a great pickup. He's a great player, but yeah. I'm talking. If I were comparing. Okay, if I were comparing Howard and Drummond, okay, I'll go with Drummond. I'll be honest, but I'm talking about how Dwight is underutilized and um, underappreciated. If you give, if you put him in a team that really okay. places him in his play, uh, places him in a position where he can succeed, and gives yeah. him gives him room to 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 change and to be a better player and to overall just take his play style, which by the way is a very pure center. Right, very old fashioned. Right, you say pure. I say old fashioned. No, yeah, no, that's what I mean. Very pure, old fashioned. Is that very? Is that is that a good thing in this NBA though? Is it? I think in this day, in this kind of, in this NBA, in this era of the NBA, I think it's a it's a breath of fresh air. Only because how yeah. are you gonna outplay small ball? Well, beat him up in the post. I mean, <laughs> we saw this during the Twin Tower era with with Robinson and Duncan, where yeah. where small ball was actually becoming more prominent with with mm-hmm. Kobe and Jordan. Mm-hmm. But then come big boys, come the, the the Twin Towers of Robinson and Duncan, and you got the small ball just disappeared, and it, it disappeared for a bit, and you got you you got back the the duo of Kobe and Shaq, which also played sent um. Use the center very wisely, mm-hmm. and then you yeah. look through the season. You're you're ta- we're talking physical basketball. The Pistons, um, again the Spurs, um, the era of Celtics and Lakers, which they weren't even that wasn't even small ball. That was just that was just hard hard nose smash mouth basketball. And then you go here, and the Warriors come around, and you're like, okay, we're gonna beat you with shooting threes. Okay, if you're okay, you're great at shooting threes. Okay, you might beat us in shooting threes, but what if we play you in the post and your only center is who is it? Bell, Jordan Bell, maybe um, maybe Draymond. Uh, it, it shifts. It shifts. It shifts, right? So they don't have it, a solid center. So I, I can't say I can't say that we can't outplay. Um, I would I wouldn't know if we can outplay small ball with with um post up game, but if you can get me a team with Howard and. If you can put Howard in the Phillies, on Philly, imagine imagine Embiid and Howard in the post. So Embiid at power forward? No, Embiid at center. Howard okay, yeah, okay. At power forward. Because Embiid, because okay, actually no, they can switch around because Embiid's a great three point shooter too, uh, and Embiid's a natural natural shooter too. He he can do the fade and all, but. Imagine that team. Imagine that that again. You you can you can get um Howard on rebounds, or actually no, Embiid would be playing rebounds more than Howard. So an hour so Howard would be Howard can be either uh post play because Howard's better post play. The only reason why Embiid's putting up numbers is because he can shoot. Uh okay. Um that's that's an interesting point. Um I still feel Joel Embiid is actually uh, he's fairly excellent at his post play. Um. He's he's actually such a mature player. He's such a well-rounded player. I feel like he can shoot the three, but that's just one aspect of him. I think I don't know, maybe uh, Boston, because like I don't know, I don't feel like 
Al Horford, he's a great defensive player. I don't think he's like. Uh, okay, how about this? Um, how about like? Uh, yeah, sure, Boston. I will go Boston because yeah, Al Horford's not the biggest rebound. He's not the biggest rebounder, but you put Dwight Howard there, and then you have this defensive wall in the center, and that'd be okay. That'd be interesting. I would say that would be. Um, I agree. Okay, well, that's an interesting point you have about Dwight Howard. Yeah. Um, I I feel like it's sad. His time is you know beyond us it's weird to think you know like he was like that he was that mvp like i'm sure you could probably you you could take a photo of him in like the nba um in the finals and then like you know right. he'll be in his they magic jersey and then like some kid would say ha, cool edit i'm like oh gosh no no it's, gosh, it's, no. it's a legit thing there, friends. this this was a thing this before dwight thing. howard was great yep. dwight howard was like a star in this league it just shows you how like quickly a big star can just fall in this league. And I'll say this too. I understand what you're saying about small ball. Yeah. But the expectation now is if you're in the NBA is you to shoot threes. Um, everyone shooting threes, I don't think they're gonna go back because like why why do you want to get rid of players that have this arsenal and the weapon? Like it like this weapon in their arsenal, right? Mm-hmm. Like if my center shoots threes, I want my center to keep shooting threes. I don't care. That's cool. <laughs> keep shooting threes. Why not? Jokic is Jokic is like oh gosh like he is like he like if he if he gets big even like Giannis a guy that can be center just because of his height and his physicality you know and plus the fact he's like rebounding like 13 boards a game like something crazy like that he can shoot the three like I think that that aspect of the game is not leaving the three ball is going to get more important more important I never said um, that three balls is not going to get important. I'm just saying you, you can find ways. Ball. Yeah, you can yeah. find no, no, not even small ball. Just the three. Oh, like, really? I can argue three ball being king right now because it is because everybody's yeah. shooting threes, right? But yeah. I never said that you. I'm just trying to say, like, I'm just trying to offer. Um, I'm just trying to offer ways to beat it. That's it. Like, and I think, I think okay. if you if you have a post up team, a, a very heavy post up team. You, I wouldn't be surprised if they can do that because small, like small ball, small ball coincides with three ball with three ball game because yeah, 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 right. So yeah, I. Wait, can I? Do it's you mind if I interrupt real quick? Yeah, go for it. Okay, I'm. Uh, today is Sunday, November the fourth. Yeah. Right now, the the Rockets are playing the the Raptors. The Rockets, the Raptors are playing the Lakers, Lakers. and Raptors yeah. are thirty four points. The Lakers are 10. <gasps> oh my gosh. I'm watching this live right now on my on my tablet and it's just Oh my goodness. That's disgusting. Let me if, see. If, oh my oh my god. 30 34 points Sergei in the first quarter. Jay Baca's got 18 points. Yup. Yup. I told I told you. Didn't I just Sergei say it right Baca. now? Big ball, oh big big we're talking post up game. Right with Sergi Baca, you're okay, we're just okay. not even not even okay, like post okay. up, not even post up okay. ISO. We're talking post up, like pick and roll post up, like classic okay. pick and roll. That's their that's their game though. That's that's Ibaka's game. You pick roll or pick and then pop. Yeah, that's his game. You give him you give Ibaka room, he's gonna dominate you. Not oh even in gosh. the post game, he can just shoot. Uh, Kawhi Leonard's not even playing this game. Oh, this exactly, so he's resting this, this too. Is, Oh my god, this is I'm gonna get into a point. Let's see. LeBron's got two points. Brandon Ingram with four. Oh my gosh. That's we- embarrassing. We'll, we'll talk about this ba- uh, a bit later. Um, yeah, so we had a bit of. Um, let, let's go because let, let's go quickly into like our biggest surprises because I think okay, we both yeah. agree. 
uh, I'll let you start, but like I think uh, Nuggets for sure are one of the biggest surprises. Oh yeah, um, I was not expecting them in the top three for sure. Oh, maybe, God. maybe in the top, maybe in the in the in the eight, like or not yeah. even eight, maybe uh, five or six, but mm. not not third. Are they third? No, second. They're second. They're second. They're second. They're second. They only the have one loss. West. And by the way, one loss. Um, just to let you know, the Lakers are the Lakers are the best team right now in the West. Let me tell you why, because according to Lance Stevenson, this is Lance Stevenson, basketball oh, genius. Oh, Lance logic. Yeah, Lance, Lance logic. logic. This is this is this is legit, guys. All right, the Warriors got beat by the Nuggets, and the Lakers <sighs> beat the Nuggets. So in theory, the Lakers are better than the Warriors. The math works Lance. out, guys. The math works out. I love you, Lance. Lance, I love you. <laughs> Oh gosh, Lance Stevenson is just a ball of energy. Yes. Why is he on this Lakers team? Yep. Why is he? <sighs> Can we have him in That's... the. Ra- Actually, I don't want him in the Raptors. The Raptors are too good right no! now. No, <laughs> Raptors. Uh, like I'll say this: they're one of my nice minor surprises. I knew they'd be good. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect them to click this fast like yeah. this. Like my gosh, they 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 are a well-oiled machine right now, and it's been fun to watch. Like weakness-wise, I haven't seen anything come up yet. Yeah. As soon as Kawhi starts, like going full hardcore on this like oh gosh this is gonna be this no honestly like here's the thing i'm gonna ask you this quick question Please. if Dwayne casey was still coach do you still feel they'd be doing this well or do you think this is just the result of a good team or do you think this is also part of the coaching change i said this last in the last episode i think or two episodes ago and i'll, I'll say oh. it again i'll say this again Nick Nurse is an offensive genius because he brings the ball so fast into the get into the half court. He calls yeah. his players. He said, I, I don't want you spending unless it's the end game, unless there's three minutes left and we're winning by 10. I want yeah. you to bring that ball into the half court within the next two seconds. I just watched right yeah. now. I just watched a play where they gave the ball to Van Bleet and Van Bleet 23 seconds in or 23 seconds left on the shot clock and he's already in the half court. That's one second, right? Mm-hmm. That's that he wants it fast. He wants as much time in in the in their half as possible. That's mm-hmm. one thing. That's aggressive basketball. The other thing is that he's really you. The one thing that Casey didn't do was that he wasn't utilizing every player. You're looking at Nurse. He's he, you look, look at the minutes of every other player. The the bench is getting more minutes on average than when Casey was 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 the coach. That means yeah. he's moving around players like like that. So, yeah. um, and to say that Ibaka and Valentunis are switching around on their on their starting position, mm-hmm. right? He Nurse knows who the good players are, and Nurse knows who how to utilize them. And he yeah. he's not he's not playing the law of two pl- two of the best players in the world or two of the best players in his in his uh, in the franchise because that's what mm-hmm. that's what that, that's what the game that was the game style of Casey give the ball to Lowry or give the ball to DeRozan no he's yeah. playing the law of averages and right now they're thirty nine points up against the Lakers with ten points Jeez. that's a twenty nine you know point that, lead that's insane that's insane for the first um first quarter and that's you know that offensiveness I've you know I've noted that as well too yep. I love offensive basketball because I feel like when you when when you're stomping on a team like that, it just disheartens them so much. It's just right. a psychological thing to get, and you know what? That's an advantage of also hiring internally because Nick Nurse was their assistant coach before. Mm-hmm. He knows the players. He knows the thing. I bet 
I bet that Nick Nurse was sitting there thinking like I would do this differently or something like that too. And you know what? Now he's got his chance to do it. And you know, I agree with you actually. I was on more of the side saying that this team's just rolling, but I feel like it's kind of a different attitude there right now. And yeah. um, in terms of like what they're going, you know what? I agree with you. Nick Nurse says, "You convinced me." Yeah, like Raptors have just made some smart moves. Um, Masai, you've done you've done a good job so far, and uh, keep it up. Um, in terms of another surprise, I'll just go quickly on what my personal surprise has been. Um, I was about to say the Clippers, but because um, like you know we weren't expecting too much from them. Yeah, they're five and four now, and I'll go back to this point. I believe Memphis last year. I saw like a statistic. They were like they were also like five and two to start the season, and they finished the season with twenty three wins. I'm not going to read much into it. I feel like the Clippers are not going to be very special at all. Um, no, no. I I all. think this is gonna be okay. This is a combination of disappointment and also um also kind of a big surprise too. Um, OKC uh, started the season really disappointing. Um, Russell Westbrook was out. Um, it kind of looked oh gosh, what's happening? Westbrook gets back in, and you know what I've been noticing Westbrook from his play before. I would I would always say Westbrook was kind of going for that triple double, that mentality, that sort of idea. Watching right, him right. now, though, and I honestly feel like he's he's more so playing what's best for the team. And I'm sure there was an aspect of that before, but he was going for that triple double. I know that that's that's tr- like you can see on the court. But now he's still putting up great stats. He's still doing great individually. But now I think he's doing what's working best for the team overall. And you know what? I think it's benefiting because the Thunder have been on a four-game win streak actually right now. And you know, honestly, Russell Westbrook's been doing a great job leading them. He knows that he got a gift by having Paul George stay with them. Oh, yeah. And I think he's make, he's making the most out of it. Right? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Considering they haven't really played the strongest teams in the Wizards, Hornets, and Clippers, and Suns, but this is a nice little run. Um, that'll keep them, you know, it'll keep them happy. And uh, it's a nice thing. And uh, I feel a lot more comfortable. And uh, I'm interested to see if this play from Russell Westbrook continues. Um, Detroit's another big one for me, too. Drummond, big surprise. Blake Griffin, excellent. I I can't believe I wrote him off a bit. But, like, he's done such a good job. Because, like, it's such a tough thing. Because it's saying, like, hey, your style of game, your mid-range game that you worked on for so long, having that mid-range game, it's kind of useless now. You need to shoot the three. And you know what? You know what Blake Griffin's been shooting the three at? I think he's over, for a period, he was over 500 from uh, three-point. Uh, it was um, it was ridiculous. It mm. won't stay, but uh, it just shows you how improved he is at shooting the three-ball. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I again, just a surprise. I'm glad to see that out of um, the Pistons like that. Yeah. How, how about you? What are your best surprises besides the Nuggets? Um... The Bucks, I think the Bucks and the Pacers. Um, we had a, I had a conversation, um, with my friends. Oh yeah, the box. Oh yeah, yeah. the box. Yeah. I, I had a conversation with my friends last night. Um, yeah. and we were talking about how actually we were watching the game at a party. We were watching a game, Pacers and Celtics, and the Pacers were down by ten, I think, with the Celtics. And then everybody said, "Oh yeah, don't worry about the, don't worry about the Pacers, man. The Pacers are they're gonna be up there." But and then they won by one point. All the depot, do you see uh, that dagger? The, oh the, yeah, that was insane. That right? was cold blooded. That was yeah. so cold blooded. No so timeout, too. Right? He just gets the ball. Just like, give me the ball Blood. and just runs and shoots. 
You know, like 1.2 seconds left. But the conversation went from... Um, we're looking at the Celtics who are just trying to figure themselves out right now. They're not... Yeah. They're, they're fourth. They're going to be in the playoffs. I will not take oh, that away from geez. them. And they're going to be... They are going to be a threat in the playoffs. Count on that. But... Their best players are shooting horribly too. Just as the Mariner. Kyrie yeah. Irving's yeah. bad. Uh, Tatum actually has been kind of cold on shots. Uh, Al Horford's been cold on shots. Yep. So they're, they're going to be fine. Yeah. Oh no, I think they're going to be fine. I think they're going to be fine. Keyword: They're they're just going to be fine. They're not going to be in the top. They're not. Are, they're they're going to be in the top three. I'd say because the Bucks yeah. are interesting. Uh, yeah. As long as Giannis, as long as Giannis stays uh, healthy, the Bucks yeah. I can definitely see in the top three right now. The Raptors will. Well, they're gonna win this champ, this this game. Um, I'm not gonna. T- I mean, unless the Lakers do something insane, but they're gonna win this this game and so on. They they have a pretty good schedule coming up. Um, but the Pacers, man, the Pacers and the Bucks. The Pacers and the Bucks are yeah. my biggest surprises, only because I wasn't even expecting the Pacers to be in the top five. I was expecting them six, seven, or eight, maybe. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. Like they they're okay. great, but they're not. They're good, but they're not great. There. Okay. They're good, but okay. they're not great. Like, because okay. they have talent. Their schedule has been pretty interesting this past couple of games. They have they have a great coach. They have a great play style. They have they have a great star, Oladipo. Um, it's just a matter of getting not really lucky, but they have an interesting. They've they've had an interesting um, start schedule, uh, yeah. schedule wise. So, um, you know, it's it's. It's gonna be fun for the Pacers. The Bucks are just—they're insane right now. I don't know what the heck. What I don't know what they're feeding Giannis, but okay. <laughs> you know what? I also think going on, um, what we were saying about co- how important coaching can be. Um, the coach they brought in from Atlanta, uh, Budenholzer. Yeah, uh, Budenholzer. Yeah. Budenholzer. Um, he 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 played the smartest move. Where it's like, here's Giannis. I'm gonna surround them with a bunch of shooters, and we're gonna let it roll. And they've been offensive beasts. Exactly. Giannis. He's been owning. Um, as long as the shooters are shooting, it's it's been going so well for them. Um, and you know what? Um, they've been such a good surprise to see too. I still say the Celtics will finish first, but before preseason, like, is not as clear cut as I thought it would be for sure. Not as clear cut as I would think it would be. It's going to be a competition. Um, Raptors are going to be up there. Celtics are going to be up there. You know what? This Bucks team, they could be up there too. I could see it for sure. I really can. Um, just an up Lakers versus Raptors, you notice forty two seventeen. Raptors nearly gosh, if the Raptors scored a fifty point first quarter, that'd be just crazy. It won't be the craziest thing we talk about this whole thing, because somebody dropped uh, what is it, fourteen threes on the Chicago Bulls, but uh, we'll get to that in a bit. Oh, don't worry about um, that. The championship bulls are just warming up. <laughs> the championship but. bulls. They're just warming up. They're just warming up. Warming if you up. can't tell, uh, James is a huge Chicago Bulls fan. Um, yeah. Um, but going on this, just seeing this performance from the Lakers, I'm going to ask you this question. Um, considering how the Lakers have the struggle, you think LeBron's patience is going to last with this? Or is he going to... Or, or do you think he's going to be at, uh, get serious on this? I think... If I... Mm. <laughs> the Lakers are going to... He, he's he, 
it's tough because LeBron said in the beginning of the season, I'm going to be super patient. I'm not expecting uh, a playoff run. Like, they're going to be in the playoffs, but he's not expecting a championship yeah. run this year, he said. He yeah. said that. He said that in an interview. He's like, yeah. I'm willing to take my time with this team. But with that being said, you have a ma- you have so many good moves right now that you that LeBron LeBron can do because that's LeBron. He can make all those moves and other than maybe removing Luke Walton as a coach and <laughs> if I'm being honest, if we if we can cuz they did this with they did this a while ago. Bill Russell I think did this. If we can do player coach with LeBron or even with Rondo. Well, it's it's doable. Bill Russell did. I don't know if they put up a rule against it. I wouldn't be surprised I, if they did. I think it, I think it's a rule because what they teams before when the NBA wasn't as profitable, um, yeah. they would basically do a player coach so they could save money by not paying a coach. Basically, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. it'd be cool. It'd be cool. Oh, I, yeah. I feel like Luke Wal- Luke Walton is definitely not a strong coaching voice. LeBron has not had a strong coach in his career. No, the the strongest coach he has is Spolstra, and that's saying something, right? That oh, is yeah. saying something. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, no. But, uh, but, but with Spolstra, but with Spolstra, it was like mentor student. It was so beautiful. Yeah, that's why, that's yeah, why that's he won why so many. Cha- he won two championships with the Heat because it was such a beautiful relationship. It wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna yeah, take over. Then, it was like, yeah. I'm LeBron. I'm gonna learn so much from this guy because this guy clearly knows. Who he, and that's probably why I think LeBron yeah. could be a potential coach in the future. I don't know if he's yeah, and that's. That. I th- I think he will coach. I think LeBron could. It depends on how much he focuses on. It's like. Hollywood stuff, but I think it'd be a cool coach in the NBA. Um, going back, I think the whole issue with that Miami thing was the whole Pat Riley thing, and Pat Riley just did not gel with uh, LeBron James. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I feel like he understands it's going to be a slow process going through the season. It's a bit of a slog. But another thing, the other another aspect that I think is just going to be really tough on him too is just like he's kind of realizing how it is to play in this West. Um, in the West Conference now, That's just like the teams, too, yeah. like he's playing, yeah. like he's playing the Timberwolves, he's playing um, Trailblazers, and you're playing. Then they go to the East a bit, so it's gonna be like a little like nice reunion. But then you have the Jazz, then you're playing the Nuggets, then you're playing, um, then you're playing the like like it's a tough. They play the Spurs a bunch of times, basically. Like the, it's a tough racket, right? Like the Lakers are consistently playing with the Spurs. It, it's tough. The West is just a tougher thing, and he has to get used to that. Um, but there's also just like you know, getting re- used to the mat- um, maturity because the Lakers have been winning games, but you know what's been happening too? They get these big leads and they just blow it, and they yeah. just blow those yeah. leads, and that's such a huge issue. That's just defensively, they just need to get on that. I think LeBron will be patient on this aspect. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, speaking about these rookies, though, um, let's go quickly over. What do you think about the rookies so far? Um, do you have any um, favorites, favorite rookies? And um, also, in this case, uh, any early thoughts on MVP? Can I be funny and say that Lowry is an early thought on the MVP? Because he actually is, apparently. That's hilarious. No, you, lo- that's, no that's, look, that's... NBA analysts are saying that Lowry is a potential MVP um, candidate. Let me search this up. Lowry, VP candidate. Okay, so uh, listeners at home, I googled this, and the first link I clicked is article written by JC, uh, and he looks a lot like you, 
um cj i, d- I don't understand haha <laughs> <laughs> funny, funny. <laughs> everybody knows i don't write why do you think i'm on the podcast <laughs> yeah no literally just like it, it it just yeah um that's an interesting point go on i want to hear more um no that was a joke but my <laughs> <laughs> no, no okay okay you want me to go on it okay sure you're uh, fine. Okay, fine. I'll do it. Lowry is leading in assists. Um, he's leading a really strong first place, second place team right now. Yes, I say yeah. first place, second place because they're going to be first place after this game because they're going to be nine and one and they're going to be yeah uh, top of the standings. Um, you're looking at one of, if not the best, Raptors in franchise history. Because like I said earlier, they are the most well-rounded team right now in the NBA. Um, they mm-hmm. figured things out. Nurse knows his team. Nurse knows his players. And he he just really needs to fix. Because if you put... The fact that they're winning this much against the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't put off the Lakers. The Lakers are a great team. Like, they're a, they're a strong team. Um, when I saw the trades during um, offseason... Yeah. Y- that that was a th- those were great trades for for Magic Johnson to get and those those players and and um those pickups, but the fact that the 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 the, the Rockets are the Rockets the Raptors are doing really well. <laughs> the Raptors yeah. are doing really well right now and in its entirety and they have what two threats in the East with with the Bucks and uh, maybe the Celtics um, and Philly don't forget about Philly. Don't sleep on Philly. Okay, okay. And James, don't don't, and don't Philly. sleep on Philly. Whoops. They're, Joel Embiid's a beast. He's a beast. <laughs> he is. He is. I'm not taking that away from him. I'm just saying the Phillies aren't that great right now. And they are. Oh. They they are. If only they were as good as the the Celtics talent wise, <laughs> then I would give them credit for it. I'd be like, okay, okay, I'll give them the entire season to kind of figure things out. But. Yeah. Statistically, they are not as good as the Celtics, or not statistically. Okay. Sorry, um, team-wise, talent-wise, they're not yeah. as good as the Celtics. So okay, no, well, I could, I could agree with that. The Celtics yeah. have some insane depth on that team. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. other than that, um, Larry, uh, LeBron is always going to be there. Yeah. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo doing extremely oh, well. I. I, I I have to go on that point. Like if they if he if they if the Bucks can finish top two, top three in in the conference, and Giannis keeps putting up his stats like this, considering like what position they were in last year and what position they bring themselves in their record, yeah, I say Giannis is 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 easy MVP. If he doesn't oh, yeah. get MVP, that's that's robbery right there. Yeah, oh, honestly, because yeah. oh, yeah. oh yeah, sure, like sure, Steph Curry's been doing excellent, but. I, I cannot on good conscience think how because like here's the thing Steph Curry excellent player and you know it helps for yeah. MVP cause if you're putting up like you're dominating a statistic like um like what he's doing with three points because like he's doing ridiculous things with the three point shot I don't think he deserves it because that if you look at this team right now considering what Kevin Durant can do what Clay Thompson did this week against Chicago that team is just very deep and they just have excellent players right lebron james is always up there can't deny lebron james nope. but to me like 
even DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan could have conversation too, depending on Spurs do. But it, it, I, I like how Giannis is looking right now. Oh, yeah. And I still feel Anthony Davis is a big threat for MVP as well too, but that depends on how the Pelicans' records look. But we'll see. But Giannis so far, excellent. Um, and we'll quickly on Rookie of the Year. Uh, Donjic, Don, Don Kick is... Um, He's my favorite rookie right now. He's doing great. I think he's the best rookie. Trey Young has been an excellent surprise for me because um, I I don't watch so much college basketball, but I know about Trey Young. I thought he was a one trick pony with his three point shot, um, but no, no, he's an excellent passer. He's oh, a yeah. great passer. He's he's leading in assists and steals. Assists, yeah. I think. Um, he's like for rookies, yeah, assists yeah, rookies, easily. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, he's been doing great with that assist and also just like scoring outside of the three even if his three's not dropping that night yeah. he's been doing uh, a great job just to do something different instead and you know what good on him good oh, yeah, on him definitely. like i love seeing talent because like he's ranked eight now in the league as a rookie with assists that's excellent he's that's, almost got oh, eight yeah, assisting oh, yeah. yeah and like you know what and like I, I i like coming back to this point i don't know why but Darren Fox has been doing excellent too, right? Darren Fox, sophomore player, he's been doing great. He oh, got his triple right, double. Right, yes, right, it was right. a, it was an insane performance. And you know what? <sighs> I hate to say this, but like, I wonder what Lonzo Ball's thinking right now, just watching this, just watching like these rookies going off, going crazy. And you know what? His position's in threat because Rondo's there. I want to know what that conversation conversations going on right now i want lonzo ball to succeed but you know what i'm saying this right now like you, you got to take your faith in your own t- your own hands like go out there drive go be the player that you want to be right because like these young mm. ones um, yeah, and yeah. these software yeah. players with you um uh, like i said like um darren uh, fox um you know they're gonna start outpacing you, and you don't want to be that bust. That no. that you know that bust in the league, right? No, you, you don't, don't want to no, be that. Jason no. Tatum's been doing excellent. Um, here's the thing: you won't be as big of a bust as Markel Fultz. Hey, even I, even I think Markel Fultz is gonna go somewhere. He might not. He might not succeed in the Phillies, but he can succeed elsewhere. He won't be that big player that everyone thought he would be. That seems to be like the. Adam thing or like other yeah. people in that draft but um we'll see Fultz is it's an interesting thing but I think yeah that's the thing weighing on Lonzo Ball for sure I I feel that's like that would be weighing on me just seeing like these younger players these newer players just kind of outpacing you to be honest and just being more dominant really to be frank um yeah so MVP Giannis um and okay. I, I'm I, I want to do this little this is the spooky episode because this is the closest episode we have to like Halloween uh, we did <laughs> film on halloween obviously but this is a spooky episode because i'm going to talk about the spookiest stuff right now and that's golden state i know we say this so much we beat the death but i i just i have a dream that like the way you beat the warriors it's all based on um because like the way um dungeons and dragons i don't play dungeons and dragons too much but like the way it works like a lot of these like board games like this is if you want to beat the enemy you basically roll your die and the harder the enemy like the higher number you need so you need to have a number over five right and for the really tough enemies you need to roll two fives and above in a row so that's gonna be really tough to do statistically right and what i feel with the warriors the way it works is just like okay if you want to do good on the war if you want to beat the warriors um steph 
Curry's got to have a cold game. You got to roll over a five. Oh, yeah, Kevin Durant, you also have to make sure he has a cold game, roll over five. But then there's this Clay Thompson die, I think. And I think the die is like this four sided die, basically. Or four, like, or f- sorry, it's like a six sided die. It's just like, okay, if you roll the Clay side, um, Clay Thompson goes insane. And it doesn't matter how badly the rest of the Golden State team does. Clay Thompson just takes over and just destroys your team, basically. Because he's just that damn good. Because Clay Thompson, he is one of the streakiest players, and I say streakiest in the best way possible. Because when he is hot, he is hot. Oh yeah. Before that game, before that game, he broke the NBA record for um, three points in a game, fourteen against Chicago. Um, before that, he was shooting a frigid, I think, fifteen percent from three. He kind of changed his shot. He went from dribbling to like instead of being a spot up shooter, he would dribble a bit more, and that kind of ruined the shot a little but um in that game he just went pure catch and shoot um he took he he scored 52 points um 27 minutes i don't think any that's ever been done before no um he did that and he did that on 53 dribbles against the best team in the nba right now and the best yes the bulls that that's so filthy and they almost scored 100 points at half i know chicago you know they're they're on a bit of a down streak right now you know but don't worry they'll pick up they'll definitely pick up but like oh yeah that's filthy i saw i saw um Stephen a smith um say something about this too and like i i share his thoughts of us he was so disgusted by it he, he was just saying that's disgusting skip skip oh wait skips on the show anymore um but going on that point um but going on that point like he was rightfully so disgusted because I'm oh, like, yeah. do something, double team him, foul him, just just do something to do stop some, him. Oh, yeah. Just just stop, stop Clay Thompson, Hurt stop him, this Warrior team. Him. <laughs> yes, you no, know, yeah, bring, bring in Zaza Pachulia. Oh no, we beat again, but this time I'm on the other side. I just <laughs> injured the entire team. That's the only person that could be. That's why. <laughs> The only reason why the Warriors held on to Zaza for so long is so that he couldn't injure any of them. Basically, that's the only reason. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the only reason. That's the only no. But like the Warriors, this is just—it's the spookiest thing. They're just really scary. Like even people, even though they don't really have a proper center, they're still like nine and one. Like come on, like Kevin Durant. They, they, they were behind by the Knicks. They were down by the Knicks. Kevin Durant goes off, scores like 25 points in like a quarter or something like that. Yeah. And then they win yeah. the game by like 20 points. I'm like, hey, what are you going to do? This is yeah, scary sure. stuff. Like, that's very true. I I, if Like, this is stuff of nightmares. I honestly think that. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah. Speaking of Zaza, um, just, just, just a little side note. The Raptors are playing the, the Pistons in 10 days. Okay. The 14th. So I think that's going to be the perfect time for you to rest Leonard. <laughs> Keep Leonard away from Zaza as much as possible. Rest him in every game that they play them. They're playing you know them. What? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. Go, go, go. Go with your thing. I'll, I'll get back. Oh, um, they're playing them on the 14th of this month, the, yeah. 3rd, uh, the 3rd of March, and then the 17th of March. Uh, next year so those are just three games to stay away rest yeah. him i beg of you rock nurse rest yeah. him 
please. Yes, rest him. I think they'll all keep that in mind. Um, <laughs> imagine though, like he's just on the bench, you know, Kawhi's just cheering on his team, and Zala, Zaza just like collapses on Kawhi and breaks his leg or something oh like that. Oh my gosh! No, keep him away from the from the from the arena. Make sure he's yeah. in a different country. <laughs> different country. Uh, Zaza, we're playing in um, uh, we're playing in um Venezuela. Oh. Yeah, it's, uh, the NBA has been pushing that South American. Um, yeah, um, oh. we need you to go here, okay? Oh. And it's just, and it's just like, um, it's just like Nurse there, and he's just like holding him hostage, saying like, "We can't let you injure him, okay? If he if he gets injured, he's leaving, okay? We we need him, okay?" And Zaza looks at him. I understand. I understand. <laughs> we have impression of CJ today. Oh no! <laughs> How many personas do I have in this show? You have so many. I I want to hear some more accents of you, CJ. <laughs> what what else? Well, give me one more accent. I want to. I tasted this accent oh. tree, Uh-oh. and I want I want more fruit. Okay, live 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 footage here. JaVale McGee is down and he's not getting up. Is that oh no. Yeah, that's JaVale. Oh. Oh, what happened there? Oh, how bad is it? I think he got hit. Oh, not in the groin. I think he got hit in the uh, in the ab area. Yeah, he got um, hit in the ab area. Well, okay. Well, I was about to say like if they if he got hit in the groin, I, I would have corrected you. I'm like they're not playing Golden State. There's no Draymond Green. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Lakers kind of picked it up a bit. They're they're behind yeah. by twenty two, but yeah. okay, yeah. at okay. least yeah. they want to lose gracefully. That's all. I'll say. Yeah, they want to yeah, lose gracefully. Good. They don't want to lose by twenty five. They want to lose just at most by twenty. <laughs> by most of twenty, that's yeah. respectful. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, back to the show. Um, what's next on our list? Um, yeah, we didn't even talk about this. Um. Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose on Halloween night decides to dress up as 2011 MVP Derrick Rose <laughs> and play a game. I like Literally, that. that's nobody, what happened. Nobody, nobody. Wow, that's an that's an amazing analogy. That's an amazing um comment. Wow, wow. wow. <laughs> we're, we're we're getting we're getting ESPN. Uh, <laughs> no, yes, ESPN Charmone today. Oh wait. Oh, hold up. We're getting a call. Um. Okay. Hello. Oh, Stephen A. Smith? Oh, what? Uh, oh, oh my God! Let, let, let me tell. Let, let, let me tell. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sorry, listeners. I, I'm going to leave the show. I'm uh, I'm going on to um first no. take. I'm sorry. All bye, right. bye, everyone. Okay. Bye. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this is uh the solo show. <laughs> the solo show. <laughs> the solo. Uh, nerd and basketball. <laughs> young cj with his glasses um just like in the middle of a ballpark just with the ball by himself hey, just hey. they're nerd in basketball nerd in basketball actually no i have a couple of people who are uh i kind of i have a couple of people that are kind of interested in hosting with us so that should be oh oh wow okay so if i disappoint i'm gonna be kicked out people oh, no gosh. no you're not gonna oh, disappoint God. you're not gonna disappoint you're not you're always gonna be you're not gonna get traded you're not gonna get uh, <laughs> <laughs> you won't be traded you won't be you know we're we're gonna utilize you mr charmone <laughs> breaking news rahul sharma has been traded to first take um for Stephen A. Smith and the, the second round pick. Yeah, basically. Basically. Hold on. It is disgusting. 
It is. Yeah, you have to repeat it like three times. I, I love Stephen A. Smith. I love uh, him. But anyway, back back on back to Derrick Rose. Rose. Um, what? Did, yeah. yeah, go on, go on, because you're I, you're you were the Chicago. You're the D Rose fan. I want to hear your take on this. I've. Uh, okay, I have a very emotional connection with Rose only because, um, he he brought a lot of passion and a lot of heart to the Bulls organization during his era in the Bulls. And yeah, <laughs> a lot of hope, a lot of hope too. Hold on, um, I watched the game live. And when he started crying, um, it's hard because he really was no, because he really was he really was my favorite player. um, No, yeah, um, in the Bulls, Um, yeah. I would have loved to see him succeed in the Bulls, but it was unfortunate for him to get injured. Yeah, but to see him, it's not even I will. You you can't argue that he's gonna be in his prime anytime. This wasn't not and this this was not a fluke game. Believe no. me, this was not a fluke game. They no. played the Jazz. All right, they, yeah. that's a good team. Defensive, that's an oh, offensive yeah. team too. Yeah, exactly. Rudy Gobert's on that team. Yeah. Um. So to say that he didn't play his heart out and and get the fifty and say that oh he got a fluke game. No, he didn't. This is this is. I agree with everybody saying that it might be the end of his career. He might have two, three years left on on him. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not expecting him to win a championship. It would be amazing if he could win a championship Mm -hmm. because he really does deserve it as a player, as a person. Um, But like, damn, the 50 points. That's that's just... Man, I I cried right now. So just... It's very emotional because I want to see him succeed. Um, I don't know if he's gonna succeed with the with the Wolves anytime soon, mm-hmm. given their their roster and how they're playing right now. Um, I don't know where he could go. I yeah. think he could be useful in any team. Actually, put him put him in. Mm-hmm. He he's a great player. He the thing is, you just have to find the right team that needs his kind of play yeah. style. He's kind of his kind of leadership. Mm-hmm. Um. That's that. That's all. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, like uh, I'll go on this point. Like you know, I understand. Like as much as like I love my good old Derrick Rose joke, um, it's just sad to see an excellent player, like an MVP, the youngest MVP ever, to be kind of cut down in his prime like that, um, and not by fault by his own. Like this is not like because Derrick Rose was obviously he got that injury and that it's just injury concerns. Like he couldn't do anything about that. He worked hard. And you know what? It's been a tough journey for him. It really has. Like, it's not a player was being lazy, right? And was oh, looking yeah. at the game. And that's why it's just wasted potential. It's just, oh, yeah. it's what it feels like Rob potential with Derrick Rose. Um, I was so glad to see him score that 50. Yeah. Excellent. No, um, and you know what? I feel like best thing Derrick Rose can, like, go for. Like, it, it's not like a movie where he's going to get MVP again. But if Derrick Rose can somehow squeeze a six man of the year, um, That'd be really big for him. That'd be huge. That could show you, like, hey, I did it. I've been able to be the best in the NBA at something. I've been able to contribute. And you know what? Like, going on, like, it was such a great thing. And, like, 
contrasting so 50 point game from derrick rose 653 dribbles like something ridiculously high like that just shows the contrasting um, types of play but you know what in terms of success i think this is his best team to succeed he has a coach that he knows tom uh, tom thibodeau um Mm-hmm. There's a good relationship there, and mm-hmm. I feel like it can work. Like this is a team that can make it work, especially with this Jimmy Butler stuff going on. And I know I hate to bring up Jimmy Butler, but this was tied because Jimmy Butler should have been playing that game, but it was a back to back. And he's like, you know what? No, I'm not going to play this game. And he sat down, and Derrick Rose had the opportunity to go off, and he went off. He had yep. the best game he possibly could have. He he won them the game, and I say like he he did excellent, all because Jimmy Butler. And like he didn't want to play, and I, I'm going to go on a bit of a rant. I know this is Derrick Rose. You, no, please you, go you ahead. touched on, please go you ahead. touched on the, the aspect of Derrick Rose on this beautifully. I can't do that because like you know you are like such a big fan of him, and I'm glad to see him. But I don't know, like this Jimmy Butler saga. It's I before I was with him 100, percent but now he's been starting to look like the villain a little to me. Like he said. And this is a bit of attitude, but he's saying like, oh, no, I decide when I want to play back-to-backs like this. I'm like, great. Yeah, sure. Like, you give, like, because I, I want to see Derrick Rose get more opportunities to, like, you know, get kind of get that time. Jimmy Butler sits, Derrick Rose gets more time. That's, that's for sure. But that type of demand, it just really makes me think, I'm like, what, what type of picture are you painting for yourself? Do you... I know you're Jimmy Butler, you're a great player, but is this how you're going to be treating like your teammates, sort of? Like, I understand your gripe is with um, management. He even said that. But this isn't helping your teammates. This oh, yeah. is not helping them at all. Like, you're a great player. They need you, Jimmy Butler. Um, they they were doing excellent. When you were healthy, they were third in the West, and that's a tough thing to do. Jimmy, there's nothing stopping you from doing that, right? And, like... I felt he, I feel like he just handled it in a much better, mature way. I like, I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. I understand. Sure, I respect the fact he wants to trade, but don't make these other players pay. Play your heart out. Really showcase your stuff, but still go for that trade. But this, it, I hate to say this, but it feels like a tent. Uh, it seems like a tantrum a little. And I understand he's angry, he's frustrated, but it feels just like a tantrum. And I don't know. Uh, that's why I really think about it. No, that's that's so. I I agree because, like I I've I've said this before, right? And we've been talking about Butler every, almost every episode now. Um, <clears throat> but Butler's a great player. Butler is a strong player, and if given the right team, the same with Rose. If given the right team, placed in the right team, he can be a really, mm. um, he he can contribute and that team could could be a good can be a great team tenfold um mm-hmm. i'm kind of surprised what you said i wasn't informed with all this information about him being um super melodramatic about mm-hmm. everything i thought it was more on the players first rather than management because if it's management and he just wants it's to finished. get trade i didn't know that like i so he's okay with cat and and wiggins and everyone else in between uh, I- he said that he's like, I love these boys. That's what he said, and oh, you know that's a quote, that. but it's very, okay. it's a very interesting quote to say. I did not know that does not does not come off that. I mean, not not from what I know. Um, so if he really wants to win with this team, then he needs to get serious. I agree, he needs to get serious. If you really want to win this with this team, don't get traded. 
um, player ass off. Push every player as much as be Kobe basically, because Kobe mm. had to play with garbage players during his even during his championship years. You think Gasol was great when Kobe was? No, he wasn't. Gasol was not good when he went in to the Lakers. He was garbage, right? And they won. Remember, there was that he one year. Garbage. He wasn't garbage. He wasn't garbage. He wasn't garbage, but he wasn't useful either. <laughs> I'm gonna get so much hate, but it's true. Right? And then Kobe was like, Hey Gasol, uh you see this um uh gold medal that I'm holding because they won the gold medal basketball game against uh against Spain. Spain. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, don't make it about don't don't make don't make it the he hung it in front of Gasol's locker to say don't don't Let's make this year a different year for, for the Lakers, and they won that championship this, that year. So, um, you just you just need to push your players. I think Cat really needs to reiterate the whole "I'm the greatest, I'm the great player, I'm a great player in in, in the Wolves." I think Wiggins not necessarily needs to step up, but he needs to keep up. Yeah, right. Not to say he needs to step up because he's already there. He's a great player. He just needs to keep up because if you put Imagine if you had Butler and Wiggins. That's going to be the best backcourt. One of the best backcourts in the West. Yeah. Think about no. it. It's like like not even like not even not even um not even talent wise, just pure or sorry, not even stat wise, just pure talent, pure mm-hmm. um if you give them the ball, chances are the, the they're going to score. If you give them the ball in the West, all right? Because Who's in the West right now to have a really good backcourt? Um, maybe uh, the Warriors. War- no, excluding Warriors the Warriors. The Warriors. Excluding the Warriors. Excluding the Warriors. Uh, I like Portland. Portland's got a good backcourt. I like McCollum. I like uh, with uh, McCollum Damian and Warriors. Lillard. Okay, sure. Yeah. But we're talking Portland here. Let's be serious here. Um, <laughs> give me a real team. Okay. Uh, give me an NBA team, not a... The Kings, um, Buddy Heald. Uh, okay. Aaron Fox. No, okay. No, 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 no that's no, a joke. No, no. Oh, that was a joke? Okay. No, the, the Kings have actually been looking pretty good so Oh, yeah, far they've been season. looking really good. Oh, yeah. I like where the Kings are going. Um, uh, you got a point, you know? It's right. not like as stacked as I thought it would be. They're not as stacked. They're not, I never said no. they were stacked. I'm just saying they have a solid... They have a yeah. solid foundation. They just like, need to play it. Yeah, exactly. A, a team with Wiggins, a team with Butler, a team with Cat. Like that's a good team. Yeah, come on. Yeah, it's a good team. <laughs> <laughs> anything else from uh, the basketball world? Um, anything interesting? Uh, no, you've, like you've learned. Yeah, like besides that, like I, I want to reiterate, like it's been a week of performances Derrick Rose excellent performance Clay Thompson excellent performance good to see him get out of that frigid streak yeah. um, I think a performance like that is only possible on Golden State where you can basically be that catch and shoot shooter cause like you know like uh, like if you don't defend him then who's gonna defend Steph Curry or who's gonna step yeah. he works in that team and he's doing excellent on that team it'll be interesting to see if like if he wants to leave uh, next year um, also I love I, I love Steve Kerr. I think he's honestly just a great guy, great coach in general. Because like he he was very honest about it too. What do you see? What he said about Demarcus Cousins? Um, what was it? He he's not expecting to sign them back next year because they don't have the money for it. Yeah, and, um, but basically he, he went on to. 
yeah he's like i want the marcus to win a championship i want him to help us win a championship yeah and uh you know if and i want to make sure that he has a good year so he can get a nice contract next year i'm like that's that's such a cool thing like i feel like steve kerr is such a he's like a cool coach right he's oh, like yeah. that cool coach yeah. he's like such he's he works so well on that golden state team that mentality like i feel like like you know people say like oh get rid of steve kerr you know it's not going to be different but steve kerr is a big part of it i think oh, steve yeah. kerr is big. yeah um uh, yeah that's all i have to say about basketball i just wanted to put in that because like that was just interesting cool point to put out for me you have anything else to say about basketball because it has been a very busy week and there's a lot of points we haven't really talked about but yeah um nothing that comes to mind nothing that i can really pinpoint other than just the big games that i've been played um like with clay and everything i think i think it's I'm excited. I'm, I've been watching a lot more games. Um, I started figuring. I I'm trying to figure out how to um <laughs> to do split screen to like watching three or four games on my tablet because apparently I can do that. I just don't know how. So I'm gonna try to figure that out. Um, other than that, basketballs, basketballs. You know, it's starting to ramp up. I'm excited. I'm excited. The fact that there have been so many close games too. It's been an exciting start to the season. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, I, I agree yeah. with that. It's not even I mean, like I'm. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm just wanting to say your point. Continue after this, but like, it's great to have the season back. Oh yeah, definitely. I just you know, there's there's a lot of there are a lot of blowout games, but then there's been a lot more close, tight knit games that are really worth watching on 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 live television when worth watching live. Um, even 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 Rose going off by fifty, that was still a close game. That was still like a winnable game against the ja- game. Uh, with the Jazz. So yeah, so I think that's it. Yeah, um, I guess okay. So now we're gonna move to our nerd section. Um, we talked a lot, a lot about um, basketball. So we're gonna keep this like fairly short. Um, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about like a small Star Wars thing. It's oh really yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, also, I, I I'm a big TV show movie guy. Um, and uh, whenever I watch a movie or TV show that I found interesting or you know something that's been pretty popular, I watch. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna give a review on it because like I love giving reviews on movies like this. I'll actually tell you an experience. Um, I'll get into that before I start my review, but. Um, I'm going to be telling you about this little thing I read. So on Reddit, I was scrolling through Reddit, and apparently a potential leak. Um, I see potential because you can't always trust these leaks, like we were saying about the Avengers last time we recorded. Yeah. Um, apparently, there's they're writing um, a Death Star like weapon in Episode Nine. Um, and you know what? If you would tell me this like two years ago, three years ago, I'm like, that's stupid. They won't do that. You know how hackneyed the idea was having a second Death Star in Return of the Jedi. That's a dumb thing to do people like critique that movie because of that it's kind of like a retread but the idea now that i think about i'm like oh gosh considering like the backlash about the last jedi solo being a box office bomb i really think to myself i'm like what happens if they just say let's play it safe we're not gonna make an a great movie on its own right we're just gonna we're just gonna kind of retread jedi Play it very, very safe. Make sure we get our money um, and go from that. I'm like, if that's the case, then why not put another Death Star-like weapon in it? Why not? <laughs> um, 
I feel it'd be a huge mistake. Uh, what, what do you think about this? I agree. Um, if they're gonna play it safe, then we might as well just rewatch last Je- or not the last Jedi. Sorry, Return I, of the Jedi. I might as well I, just I, end it off with that, and just we'll watch it again. Like, yeah, I don't mind. Return I, of the Jedi was a great movie, so. No, I, I agree with you so much. Like, what's the point? If you're going to retread it, why not just watch the old movies? Because the yeah. old movies, sure, it's like it, the special effects are a bit dated, but it's still a great trilogy of movies, right? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, I really hope this is not the case. I have no idea what's going to happen in Episode 9. It's a big, tall order by J.J. Abrams. Let's see what he does about it. But um, I'm concerned. I, I Like... Uh, I want to see different new things because I actually had an okay time with Solo and you should definitely watch Solo since you haven't watched it yet. Um, but um, I, I want them to go into different directions. But, you know, in the end, they're they're a big corporation and they just got to do what gets some money, right? And that's what they're going to do. That's what they'll do. Um, yeah, that was only my little little point on that because I felt I felt like our basketball is going to be like really big on this episode. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna go quickly. This one was like a last minute addition because uh, my sister and I we like watching shows together, and we this is like a first. So this is a show on Netflix. It's called The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, actually, before I'll get back to my point, why I love um, I would love to review movies. Uh, before I used to work, um, I worked at like. Um, was a shift supervisor in the retail department at like a, at the hospital in my hometown and um, I was in the store one day and then like a patient comes in right and like he's been complaining I've seen this guy a few times before I talked to him and like he's been he's been complaining he's like I'm, I'm bored you know I hate it here he seemed like a really cool guy right so he's yeah. like you know I, I want to watch a movie tonight I want to watch a fun movie and like I straight up told him like you want to watch a movie I suggest you watch Mission Impossible 5 uh, Rogue Nation you want to have a fun time. That's all I'm going to say. Um, and I straight up told him that. He's like, okay, I'll give it a shot. So next day, I'm working. He comes in and he's like, uh, I'm like, oh, you watched the movie? He's like, yes, I did. And I love that movie. And like, we had a big discussion about it because the store was empty. But again, I just love the idea where like I reiterate my thoughts on a movie or saying like, this is such a fun movie or this movie's great for this aspect and have someone actually listen to it and kind of like take it to heart and actually enjoy it and i was glad and like i say to this cj have you watched mission impossible uh five rogue nation no but i really want to watch it i really want to watch it watch four five and six six is the newest one um is an excellent movie they're all excellent action movies like honestly you i can't top them like they're so good they're such good action movies and you need to watch them cj uh watch it with your family bring your dad bring your brother uh bring your mom um Actually, my mom's a big fan of of Mission Impossible. We've seen the other Mission Impossibles. I just haven't seen... Yeah, I've seen 4 and 5. Ghost Protocol, right? 4, I think? 4 is 5. Oh, 5 is the one I was talking about. That's uh, Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation, Nation? yeah. Yeah, I've seen Rogue Nation. Oh, you watch... Oh, okay. Watch Fallout. Fallout's really fun. If I would say, watch it in theaters, but like it's too late now, but like watch it still because it's such a good movie. Yeah. I love 4 and 5. They're great action movies. Okay. Yeah, watch it six. I I like those movies a lot. Um, but yeah, so um, we watch the show um called The Haunting of Hill House. Okay. So um, it's a Netflix exclusive show. Have you heard of this show, CJ? Yes, I've actually watched the first episode. Oh, okay. Um, I'll ask your thoughts about this afterwards, but I'll go into it then. <clears throat> um, I watch it. I I kind of binge through it. I a lot of this came up to me. 
and I realized why was this the case. But before people were saying like, oh, this show caused people to pass out and like vomit because that's terrifying. I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. So I watched it. And what I found, uh, just no spoilers, just me quick thoughts on it. It's an excellent, very good, solid family drama, I feel. Um, that's a spooky show. There's some spooky things, some spooky scenes, and it's just not jump scares. It's kind of like a spooky atmosphere at points too. Yeah. But it's not scary enough to knock anyone out. Like maybe I jump once during the show. That's it really. Like I feel like now I think about it, I'm like, no wonder this got popular. I'm sure Netflix wanted people to think it's a very terrifying show in those aspects. Um, so people would watch it. Oh yeah. Like saying like, Oh, I want to watch the show. Cause people were like fainting while, while, while watching it. I'm like, don't watch the show for that reason. Watch it because it's actually a very surprisingly, very strong family drama with some very interesting, um, scary themes to it, which is an interesting story. And you know what? This is truly like an example of where the ride is better than the destination because I felt the show was excellent. Like the first eight or so episodes were really great. I was really invested. Like I could not put my, I could not stop watching. It was a great study break for me because I was studying for my exam. Right. Um, but it was like really, it was like so, it was so excellent. I enjoyed it so much. But I'm not going too much in spoilers. The ending, uh, it answered a basically all the questions that you were going throughout the season but here's the thing when you answer all the questions you kind of lose the mystery of the show it's kind of like oh okay it's answered i forget about it and that's what i hate about that i really wish that things weren't so neatly tied like the best part of a show or a movie is watching it and getting your own interpretation about it and having a chance to discuss the movie that's the beautiful that's one of the most beautiful parts of oh um, yeah but but with this with this show haunting of hell house i felt it had the chance to be kind of like a bit more it was a great family drama but the way they ended it it was just so neatly tied i have no more questions and it, it and here's the thing nothing can ever top your expectations i feel nothing can ever so when they actually kind of find out what's going on with the whole show, things like that too, you kind of go with like, oh, that's it? Or like, oh, that's kind of cliche sort of, things like that. And you know what? It It's where like the ending kind of like dampened my whole outlook on the whole show. Because before that, I was like really into it. I was like, this is great. This is excellent. I love this. But then it just sort of went like, oh, now it's kind of getting a bit kind of cliche, kind of like you're kind of moving away from the most interesting aspects of the show. And that's why I felt about it. Um, overall though, like it was a fun ride. I liked it. I, you should continue watching it. Um, you may like it more than me. Uh, that's just kind of my perspective on it. A solid 7.5 out of 10. And I'm a guy that like, I'm a pretty harsh reviewer. If I hate a movie, like I watched a second Kingsman movie. I dislike that movie so much. Oh, I man. Gave it like a, when I was with my friends, I gave it like, I'm like, that That movie was like oh, a solid man. three. That's, <laughs> that's a solid three out of ten. I love the first Kingsman movie. That movie was such a nice, fun surprise. That was actually such a good, fun movie. I loved it. And the second one was just, just ruined that for me. I'm like, oh my gosh. Why does this movie exist? This movie is so dull. This movie is so lifeless. This movie lacks all the excitement, all that interesting aspect of the first one. And um, I'm guessing you like the second one a lot. Huh? 
you like the second Kingsman movie a lot? I'm not gonna comment. <laughs> I'm not gonna okay. comment. Yeah, I'm not gonna comment. Um, no, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna comment for a different reason. Not, not, not to say the movie was fine to me. But anyway, I'm not gonna comment. Um, but yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're I'm getting guess. mysterious so, James today. A mysterious. mysterious. We're getting all aspects. We're getting multi-sided James today. James is a is 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 like eight face die, and I'm rolling it every time we're having conversations. Basically, well, what are you gonna get? You're gonna get mystery James. Um, um, but yeah, like I said, very solid show. Um, watch it. Seven and a half out of ten. Watch it with lights turned on. Enjoy a quality quality show. Just okay. don't expect a faint. Just don't affect a faint and be scared like in that aspect it's spooky yeah. you'll get some scares okay. um if you hate horror then you know don't watch it but um it's a very intense show but the intense part of it is the family drama and uh that's what i'm gonna say about that family drama okay right because there is right that's so true actually there is a drama aspect to it there's the yeah familial drama aspect to it okay yeah. um, and, and it, it's, it'll be a lot more prominent as you watch since you only watch the first episode but as you go on that family drama kind of ramps up okay well, if if this is any any information that's interesting, I actually like watching horror films or horror series or whatever in the yeah. dark. Like when I was a yeah. kid, um, I don't know if you watch a TV show. Um, what's it? Uh, well, okay, there's a TV, actually no, there's a version of it in the Philippines where it's like, um, what do you see in the dark or something? And then that where. It was What's based. It, about? it was just a. It was just a bunch of horror stories, and um, I would watch it in the dark. That's basically it. That that's basically this. What I'm trying to to get at here. I yeah. just I watched these really scary TV shows in the, in the dark, but that's probably why I had a pretty bad like um, outing here in Canada because I was almost I was almost always alone here in Canada when I was oh, like, yeah. when I was around eleven or twelve, um, home alone and all that. So. Oh, uh, no. It was kind of, uh, uh, yeah. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't a fun. Like I would always call friends or something. But that's a different story. That was. That was. Um, cowardly James or cowardly CJ. Cowardly, oh, cowardly CJ. But it, now it's a tough CJ. So we're good. <laughs> tough. T U F F James. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I was similar. I like my kind of like horror anthology like the kid shows like goosebumps i liked um i think about like are you afraid of the dark because i like that show that was like um i no, that was it i think that was the tv show i'm talking like then we had a version of it are you afraid of the dark oh really yeah Yeah. it's like are you afraid of the dark the way it ran was like um it's like these kids around a campfire and they're Mm -hmm. talking and they're like okay i got a story for you and they would go and some episodes were actually kind of creepy kind of scary yeah and the others kind of like lamish but like it was still it was still like a cool show like i like shows like that goosebumps was good i I like those shows yeah oh yeah 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 um yeah so that's my thought i'm gonna be bringing up reviews of things i like that were interesting um i actually watched a movie called annihilation if you've heard of it, I'll talk about Annihilation. Netflix. It's on Netflix, no? It is on Netflix. Worth the watch. That's what okay. I'm going to say right now. It's worth the watch. It's an okay. interesting watch. I'll say that, but we'll get into it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um. So I guess uh, take us into our next section, James. Our next CJ? section for this evening. Uh, James, CJ, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Uh, 
There's three the three big talking points uh, for this week in the NBA. This is the three point play. So for those who are listening for the first time, each point we end with a question: Is it an end one? Is it a brick? So there's just um, three big talking points in the NBA, and we call it the three point play. So the first point: Are the Bucks the new rulers of the East? We just talked about this. Uh, they have the best <laughs> record, currently undefeated. Oh. No, they're not undefeated anymore. This is old. Be. This is an we, old. <laughs> we did not update the the show notes, but it's okay. Um, they currently have the best record for now. They're eight and one, uh, and they they I agree. They almost look unstoppable. Is this an end one or is this a brick? Um, you know what? I'm gonna jump on this. I'm gonna say and one. I okay. don't see any reason this team slowing down right now. Um, Celtics are gonna be there, but uh, this Milwaukee team. It's going to look very interesting. Um, and you know what? A big test of what I think they will be um, will be coming um, when I talk about games to watch this week because they have a big game coming this week, and I'll get into that a bit later. But yeah, you know what? This is an one to me. Okay. No, I, I agree. I think they are... Oh, um, sorry. We talked about new rulers of the East. Um, when you say ruler, do you mean like they're the greatest team right now in the East? Yeah, or? I'm, I'm gonna say they're gonna be running this. They're gonna be running this conference for the next few years. Over over the Raptors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I kind of took the leap. I went for the leap over the Raptors, even over the stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. No. Um. It's it's one of those toilet shots where it's going and going. <laughs> No, because to me, I think the Raptors do have a hold of the East right now. The Raptors and the okay. Celtics do have a hold of the East. The Bucks has just been on a tear, and they played really good teams. They played the Raptors, but they didn't play the Raptors at their fullest form mm-hmm. with Leonard sitting out and everything. But that's besides the point because they didn't even they didn't have uh, Atentokounmpo at that game. Yeah. Um, but I think they're gonna be top three for sure. For sure, mm-hmm. they. Uh, I wouldn't say they're the new rulers to the East because they weren't that good last year. I think they were fourth last year. <sighs> but they do have a champ. They do have a championship. They do have a championship player in in their team, though, right? They have one yeah. of the best point guards there, Delavadova. Delavanova. Don't forget that guy's a champion. Last year, the Bucks seven. See my point exactly. So. This could either be a fluke start to their season. I I wouldn't say that it it is um, because they are a good team. Mm -hmm. Um, They have a championship caliber point guard there who will definitely lead them into the championship if they can. Um, Reminder, the Levadova carried the Cavs, right? So um, that's it, right? And that was a championship year with the Cavs that beat the Warriors in a 3-1 deficit. So it's you have Delhi. a very it's experienced Delhi. Younger viewers, Del. It was old Delhi. That's all. all right. That is all. It was all Delhi. Don't even don't don't even bother watching highlights. It was all Delhi. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I'll go to the next uh, point here. So Demar really has stepped up into next gear. Uh, we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he sustains this, if he keeps us going at this level. Do the Spurs auto win this trade they've made since they've have they have him locked in for longer compared to Kawhi who could be a one year rental and one? Uh this one's a brick, in my opinion. It's a brick? Oh yeah. Because don't forget, um we didn't just get Leonard, we also got green. Yeah. Right? Um 
value-wise, va- value-wise, I'd say that uh, DeRozan is worth... Or sorry, we got Leonard this year and we got Green for the next two years, I think. And his, he's got two years on his contract. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. Leonard seems to be enjoying his time in the in the Raptors right now. Um, yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised if he does move next year. But mm-hmm. like I said, and I've said this to a lot of people recently uh, when they were asking me about Leonard moving or not. Um, Leonard will move if they don't win, if they don't make it to the finals. Okay, it's a. It might be fifty fifty if they lose in the finals, mm. but if if they don't even get to, if the Raptors can't even get past the East, given that the East is so open right now, so yeah. open, right? Okay, you can argue the Bucks are there, Celtics are there, and maybe even the Phillies are there, but <laughs> the hate for Phillies is real. Uh, but no, the Raptors have an open shot with the East, and if they play their cards right and they make it to the finals. Leonard might stay. If they win a championship, Leonard 70-30% might stay. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I don't know. Um it's 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 the I, I don't want to think of it as, as a win lose situation between two teams that have traded their key players. Um I think it's a win for the Raptors if they do win a championship. Yeah. Even if even if DeMar does really well this year. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. That's it. Like that's that's all I gotta say. Like, there's no win loss in this one because they yeah. they were they were smart and good trades. Um, clearly, Demar is doing really well in the system uh, in Greg Popovich's system. Leather seems to be happy with the Raptors. We we can't we can't quantify this right as of now at least. Yeah, I I, I completely agree with you. This is uh, to break on my point. Um, every you said everything right for me. Like um. Uh, I think it's a trade that was good for both teams. Demar's really found the fit. Uh, he's actually playing, unlike Kawhi. Great. Raptors are doing great. What's wrong with that? Uh, Spurs have him locked in for more. That's great. Sure, why not? Um, you know what? Let's just wait till the playoffs because we've seen Demar in the playoffs. But you know what? Who has more experience in the playoffs than Greg Popovich? So you know what? We're gonna see. And so far, I can't say there's a win in this trade. I think both teams just made a smart trade that benefited both teams. I really think that. I agree. No, I definitely yeah. agree. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'll ask you next. So our last point, Kevin Love has surgery on his toe. Out for six weeks, probably more. JR wants out. He demands a trade. Um, he's not going to go to the Lakers, I'll tell you that. Um, time for the Cavs to sell and focus on the rebuild. That's why. Yeah. And one. Uh... Uh, Joker J Joker CJ would say no. The Cavs are still the best team in the East. Don't forget that. Um, they're still the best team. In the, they have the championship, the Eastern Conference championship. Don't forget that. Uh, <laughs> but you know, um, realistic CJ would say yes. Uh, that's an end one. Cavs need to realize that you know in the next ten years they're not gonna have a great team. And they need to accept that unless maybe even more. Um, oh, gosh. The Cavs have never been a great team. No. Unless LeBron, LeBron was on James. Yeah. Even when they had Kyrie, they weren't even that great of a no, team. Oh, they weren't even that good, though. Yeah. 
Uh, and that's talk. That's that. That's a big talk because Kyrie's a great player. So yeah. Um, would I be surprised if the Cavs move con- or move countries? If the Cavs moved um, locations, maybe franchise sh- uh, shift, maybe a change of name, change of pace, maybe yeah. get rid of the Cavalier name and put in a little bit something different, like the uh the Cleveland LeBrons or something. Um, <laughs> LeBron, please come back. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I the Cavs are they're gonna be in in the um, it's gonna be an interesting couple of it's gonna be an interesting decade for them. Because yeah. I don't see LeBron coming back anytime soon. I don't see Kyrie coming back anytime soon. He left there. He left that team for a very good reason. Um, yeah. So unless they pick up, they they can start tanking, you know, and start picking up big big names in um, Zion Williamson. Um, yeah. So you know, don't forget. There's still if we're talking if we're talking long term goals, we're talking. There's a lot of talent out there in in, in the college, um, in the college aspect of things, and mm-hmm. even in high school. There's they always look in high school before they even get into the college, um, yeah, uh, situation. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cavs start focusing on rebuild and tanking versus having to keep up with. Uh, Love and JR and um, everyone else on the team. Yeah. Oh, um, this is definitely a switch for me. This is like and one for sure. Um, Tyloo gets fired. Uh, LeBron, even though he's on the team, gets a coach fired still. Um, he did that. Um, this is a time to just trade off your pieces and focus on the future. Kevin Love, he's signed the contract. He's solid. Um, let him get off the surgery. Let him play for a bit. Let him showcase his talent. Then trade him near the deadline. Or any team that's looking for like a little boost into the playoffs, take Kevin Love's a good player, take him. Uh, J.R. Smith, I don't care for J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith, um, he, he's he's sure if he wants to leave, I really don't care. J.R. Smith is just that type of player to me. He, he's irrelevant to me. Ever since his oh. performance in Game One in the Finals last year, oh. I I can't. I really don't care for J.R. Smith. I really don't. Oh. I, I I don't know. Completely honest, right there. So unprofessional. Um, uh, but you know what, folks, in the future, like you said, Zion Williamson, get a nice rookie this year. Get one of those top-tier rookies and just focus on that. You know what? Uh, I'll say this too. What hurts so much is that they also lost Kyrie Irving, their first-round pick, and Kyrie Irving's a great player in his own right. They lost Kyrie Irving for base one more year of LeBron because that Kyrie, the whole issue with Kyrie Irving was like kind of LeBron James, I felt. And that kind of sucks. Oh yeah. But it just sucks. I'm saying like, well... Cleveland probably would have taken, yeah, we probably take like, you know, three, four years more of Kyrie Irving than just one more year of LeBron James, right? Because mm-hmm. you have Kyrie Irving, then maybe you have something to build off of. But um, start new. You have Colin Sexton, even though, oh gosh, have you heard of this though? This I read this today. So apparently um, players in the Cavs had, uh, basically said, um, Colin Sexton doesn't know how to play basketball. They literally said that about um they say like defensively he doesn't know what to do he, he struggles against veteran point guards like tony parker to keep up with them um and he just doesn't know when to take a shot basically like players in the Cavs have said the spell colin sexton and it's just that old cleveland luck you know that good old cleveland luck it oh just never goodness. drifts out right um yeah but you know what focus on the future get these pieces out yep focus yep. on your future 
you you're going to be the worst team in the world, I feel and uh just play like it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think they should yeah. just let the let the tides roll as as they go. Yeah. It's they just got to ride the wave right now, the really bad wave. We have philosopher yeah. CJ this episode too. Wow. That <laughs> literally no, sorry. Literally uh literary literary literally literary cj with his beautiful metaphors and similes or okay. both i'm sure. not i'm not an english major he's not he's not speaking no so much gosh. better than an english major <laughs> oh. oh hot take hot, hot take. take hot take hot take <laughs> <laughs> okay going back to it um okay um so we're gonna talk about our player of the week um okay. cj who's your player of the week they're crows. Don't at me. I have no explanations. Your turn. <laughs> okay. Agreed. Um, JaVale McGee is mine. JaVale um, McGee. Uh, old jokes aside, seriously enjoy this ride. He's been yeah. doing great. He leads yeah. the league in blocks in 25 minutes. Yeah. Um, keep this up. He's a talented player. Sure, he's done some dumb stuff, but why not? He's he's doing fun. He's actually one of the most fun aspects of this Lakers team. Let's see how he does. I want to see him do great. Imagine JaVale McGee winning Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, that could be a thing. Um, oh but goodness. yeah, uh, but uh, I, I I can't say like in pure in pure performance wise, it was just Clay Thompson who's been excellent. Yeah. Um, in terms of actually like Joel Embiid's actually had some big games this week too. Yeah. Uh, so in terms of consistency, probably Joel Embiid. Okay. Um, but Clay Thompson just had such a performance, like a historic performance, right there, a record-setting performance. And I, it'd be dumb if I don't say Clay Thompson. No, I so definitely I, agree. Yeah. Um, Clay yeah. Thompson. I, I, I was not expecting Javale McGee to play this well at this level, and as because like when I'm watching when I when I watch the Lakers and their past games, he's been very defensive. Or he's been focused on his defense more than his offense. He yeah, maybe but he still big, gets offense. He still no, yeah, scores. no, 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 yeah. But I think that's just that's just LeBron, the LeBron effect. LeBron's yeah. asking something that he's never or um, he's not really um, <gasps> trained up to do. Yeah, and you know, like you're, that's just LeBron being LeBron. You know, you you put him in the Cavs and like, okay, I need you to play this way. I know you don't play this way, but I need you to play this way because this is how I see us winning a championship. And yeah. It brought him a championship with the Cavs, right? It brought him how many straight? Four straight uh, finals appearance. Actually, no, nine straight with different teams, but four straight um, finals appearances with the Cavs. So says yeah. a lot. Says a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think those are our players of the week. Um, okay, quickly. Uh, games to watch this week. I will start um, because I feel you may say the same game. Actually, I don't know. I don't know about you sometimes. Um, I Thursday, it's going to be Bucks versus Warriors. Yeah, that's um, a good game. Before, I was going to say the yeah, same thing. I was going to say the exact yeah, same that's thing. Why, that's why I'm like, I'm going to go first because I think you're going to say this. Uh, Bucks versus Warriors, we're talking about the top team in the West and you know potentially a top team in the yep. East at that point, depending on this game goes yep. with the wraps and, you know, between that. Yep. Um, this is going to be very interesting, and this is what I was alluding to before. If the Bucks win this game, that's going to set something to me saying like, okay, Bucks are legit. They're going to be top three this year yeah. in the conference. That's yeah. like this is a this is a big deal if you beat Golden State like this. Oh, yeah. um, if they keep it close, another interesting point. If they get blown out, well then that's just Golden State doing its own thing. Yeah. But we'll see. This is yeah. going to be a very interesting game to see. I want to see how this goes. Let's see how Giannis takes on um, Golden State Warriors. Yeah, yeah. That's the my Bucks game. Bucks have for the nothing week, to sure. lose and everything to gain on this game. Yeah. yeah. 
So I'm excited. Um, Raptors Jazz, but we gotta talk about how they just lost Mitchell for a, I think a an ankle injury. I'm I'm not sure. Oh wait, when when was this? Was this was a uh... while ago or two games ago? A game ago? Oh, you're right. How severe is it? I thought it was just like a game game to game thing. It's um, it's a okay. So apparently it's a hamstring. Interesting. Hammy? Um, yeah. Uh, so, oh no, sorry. Tweaks an ankle, but his MRI is showing negative. So I think his hamstring okay. is. So it's it's not a big deal, but yeah. um, you're losing out on an offensive player if you're playing against the Raptors and the probably your best that, offensive player. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, um, that's an interesting game. Um, nothing else that really pops up. Right now, let me take a look at the schedule. Oh, Saturday we have a nice Spurs vs. Rockets. Um, That's not nice. Tech- That's just the Texas Rockets going to get murdered. Gonna go get, go get murked? Okay. Oh, yeah. I think it'll be an interesting game. Uh, don't at me. I think it'll be an interesting game no, for no, sure. It should be an interesting game. I'm just saying it's going to be um, <laughs> a one-sided interest- an interesting <laughs> one-sided game. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, nothing that comes up. Bucks Trailblazers looks interesting on Tuesday. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything with the Bucks. Anything Watch. With the Bucks. Oh yeah. He, the, this Bucks team is very interesting. To see a Greek freak like that do what he's doing, that's something you don't see in the NBA all the time. That's you, true. This is yeah. Potential MVP right there. Potential. Oh, MVP. there's a game tomorrow, 7:30 p.m. Uh, the Bulls coming back in the at the Garden against the Knicks. That's gonna be an awesome game. James, yeah. um, it's not 1995 anymore. Um, Patrick right, Ewing's right, right, been right, right. retired for many, many years. Right, right. Michael Jordan, he's in the league, but he's an owner now. Yeah. Um, right, okay. yeah. This, this is this, it, the only thing you would do is just to watch uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. be amazing because Tim Hardaway Jr. has been such a bright spot in this team. Yeah. Um, oh gosh, Tim Hardaway Jr. is another player that can be like potentially traded away yeah. and you could get some nice picks out of that too but uh that's so um, true yeah okay that is so true. So we have funny cj funny cj ends the show <laughs> well i think that's it that's all we got for, for this sorry, honest question oh, sorry honest question sure. do you watch your bulls games still do you still watch bulls games as frequently as you used to um are you I more st- of a rap guy now no no okay so when it comes to the bulls i i watch Almost every game. The thing is, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Right. Uh, no, no. We, I, respect we don't, that. I respect that. We don't get. We don't get all the Bulls games on TV. So yeah. I do watch streams online uh, illegally. Uh, so, <laughs> um, but illegal. E as in the letter E. <laughs> but um, the way I the way I think about it is that I'll always be a diehard Bulls fan. If 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 the Bulls play the Raps, I'm always here for the Bulls. Easy. But right, right now, right. like I'm in the city of the Six, where we got a pretty solid team right now, a championship caliber team. How could mm-hmm. I not cheer for our city team? Right? How could that yeah. would be that that's blasphemy on my end. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. but otherwise, like I'm I'm always keeping up with the Bulls. I I watch. I have them on Instagram. I. I follow. I keep up with their trades and everything. I'm basically their manager. No big deal. Yeah. 
So I mean, that's it. That's like that's that's all I gotta say. Nothing, nothing more, nothing less. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay. How about you? Do you still follow uh, the Pacers? I mean, they're a good team right now. So yes, I I love the Pacers. I I'm gonna now that I'm kind of have a bit more free time, I'm gonna be watching a lot more Pacers games. Okay. I'm very happy with the Pacers what they're doing right now. Uh, all hail the Vic Oladipo. Um, Wakanda yeah. Forever. You, Wakanda is here. Yeah. Uh, no, but like seriously, Oladipo has been great. He's such a I love I love players that are cold and clutch yeah and oladipo with that three confirmed that with me like i i love that i love that deadly that confidence that's just cool that's a cool thing to me miles turner we'll see how he goes out um uh, but like i like this team a lot and i i want to keep the, i want to see them succeeding because you know what it's such a great thing to see these pacers um basically besides like a year or two um ever since um lebron james was on miami they have been good since up till now and you know what that's just been it's a great thing to witness really um and uh, i'm glad to be with this team and i hope them much success it's gonna be very tough in the east right now but let's see what they can let's see i'm gonna enjoy the ride okay all right yeah i think that's it for us this week on nerds and basketball expect us next week again i'm excited um who's producing Weekly. next week is it me or you uh i i did this episode so uh, as as pointed out by the fact that there was like a bit of a factual area on this one, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, CJ, you want to take care of that? Yeah, no, or for should sure. I? Sure. No, okay, no, cool, I cool. Think I got it. I think I got it. Well, I think that's it for us. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you, all the listeners. Um, we I do want to take this time to apologize for. Um, if you're still listening, I still want to. I want to apologize for the last episode. I know it was really bad. Um, we're gonna try to stay with with what we have right now because it's working. Um, and I hope you listen in. It's going to be posted tonight and uh, November 4 tonight. And it's going to be um, a good. I hope we can post this on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, if you're listening to this on Spotify, thank you for listening. Um, iTunes and so on and so forth. Thank you for listening. Um, shout out my radio show. I have a. <laughs> Other than this podcast, I have a radio show, uh, sprlivefm.com. I have it on Thursdays from 7 to 9 p.m. I'm not always the the host, but when I'm there, it's an interesting conversation. So be try to tune in. Otherwise, thank you so much. Thank you, Rahul, for giving, us, for giving me the time this week. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, thank you. No this has been a fun time. I love... I love this part of the uh, week. It's a great way to unwind, enjoy the Sunday evening, and just mm-hmm. have a great conversation with a good friend. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, take care, guys. Have a good week. I'll see you guys next week. See ya.